Welcome to the Coaching Talks Podcast, your inspirational moment to continue your growth journey. What is truly driving performance at work and in life? Which are the things we can do to unleash our full potential? This week, we will go through different tools and techniques for you to explore and try, together with the certified leadership coach, Marika Nikkinen, and the international executive coach, Mark Simmons. And now, relax and enjoy. Welcome back to the Coaching Talks podcast. This is Marika. And this is Mark. There's a lot of focus in companies to develop their employee skills to be more productive and deliver better results. But what truly drives the performance at work? That's a great question, Marika. And actually, skills are important. Uh, and at the end of the day, what we want actually to improve is the capacity to make high quality decisions. We also want to improve the ability to solve problems, right, in a creative way. And also we want to improve the skills to develop innovative solutions. So even if we have highly skilled employees, what really makes a difference in their performance is not just the professional capabilities, but also their inner dimension. Mm. Actually, even some studies uh, point out that uh, that inner dimension is responsible for up to 80% of a person's success. Mm. So it's not just something nice to do, but it has a huge correlation with the success that we can have at work and in life. Uh, but then I have to say that uh, when we go to check the, the reality, I have many clients with problems keeping a healthy diet. Uh, they sleep poorly. Uh, they have their agendas full to the top with no breaks at all to recover, no time to exercise and even no time to socialize and spend quality time with their families. I have noticed exactly the same and, and also my own experience. Uh, I, I suffered burnout some three, three years ago and then combining it with some difficult family situations. I have also my own experience on that. But Mark, uh, how is this all impacting us? Actually, there has been luckily a lot of scientific research done, mm -hmm. how our both hemispheres are coordinated and how these type of situations will impact our cognitive capabilities. There is a part of our brain called prefrontal cortex and actually is the one taking care of our cognitive capabilities when we are making good decisions. So under those type of situations, when we are feeling highly stressed, we are tired, this prefrontal cortex stops working. So basically we lose our cognitive capabilities to make good decisions. And maybe you notice that during your experience of the burnout that you share. I was actually thinking that it felt like an... Uh moment of life where I can't think anything. And that's uh, scary in a way that am I losing my uh, capability of thinking, my cap capability of being creative forever. And actually creativity, it's also a big, uh, big part of the, of the equation. When we are suffering under these type of situations, you know, we have both hemispheres in our brain fulfilling different purposes. And we utilize both all the time, but the left side of our brain is more focused on words, analyzing details, short-term focus, thinking in sequence, while the right side of our brain, it's coping more with images. It plays with future meanings, the potential long-term scenarios, thinking in a holistic way. So that's related basically with, uh, with our creativity and innovation capabilities. And we are, when we are under those uh, stressful situations uh, or tired or uh, having a, a poor diet, this interaction between both sides of our brain is, in, uh, is not working basically. So we lose the capabilities, especially the long-term uh, creativity capabilities. But the good news is that there's a lot we can do about it. 
surely some challenges many of us are facing, not only at work, but also in our, in our lives. Uh, how do we take care of the key factors to improve our performance? To improve our performance in all areas of our life, it's critical to understand how we take care of our physical and emotional energy and also its quality. You know, assuring that our mind has the capacity to focus, to achieve results with a sense of uh, meaning and purpose. Mm -hmm. So what we could do, like to make this podcast extremely practical, we could go through different techniques, tools and things you can try at home and also at work to make sure that you feel empowered and you know which different things you can do to improve uh, different things in your daily life. The core of true success is love, and that includes loving yourself enough to take care of yourself. Zig Ziglar What are the tips, advices, tools you would suggest? Okay, we're gonna go in the, or split the next tips in three main areas that we need to concentrate. So what we're gonna do for the next minute is to go through those dimensions and see what can we do in each one of them to implement right away few changes. Let's start with one of my favorite topics uh, that it's about how to take care of our energy. And this relates to the, the, to the article that Tony Swartz, uh, the famous uh, American writer, published in the Harvard Business Review uh, some years ago. In his TED, uh, TEDx talk, he, he talks about the example of this uh, oxygen mask in, uh, in the aeroplanes. And I guess that most of you have been taking an aeroplane. At least you have, right? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> so, you know, most of you have uh, heard the message about, you know, in, in case of a loss of pressure in the plane, please uh, put your own oxygen mask before helping others. Mm. And it makes a lot of sense when you think about it, because if you put the mask to the other people before you, you won't last that long before you pass out. Mm. Having said that, if you put the oxygen mask for yourself and you make sure that you have enough oxygen mm. to breathe, and then you go to help others, mm. you're going to have much more energy mm. in, order, in order to do that. Uh, of course, and at the same time, if you just keep the mask for yourself, then uh, everybody else has no oxygen. So this is not about being selfish. Mm. It's about making sure that you are okay, that your energy levels are fine before you go out there and help others. That sounds like very wise and i noticed when when i had my situation i because i have children i have family at work i didn't take care of myself enough well and that's why the situation ended up as it did so what can we do if that's happening to us let's go through some simple tips on this dimension what i would say even if i'm not the great example for those of you who know me i would just say take it easy Make sure you incorporate breaks at work. And uh, the thumb rule is every 90 minutes, you can even put the, the alarm uh, in, your, uh, in your agenda uh, to stop after 90 minutes. Drink water. It's very important to keep sufficient hydration in your body. About four to six glasses of water, depending how, how big they are. But just about one and a half liter, two liters of water per day, it is good. And then also during those 90 minutes, it is quite smart to take some peanuts, to take something small, mm. you know, taking regular uh, five to six meals a day rather than just one or two big ones will enforce a lot uh, your energy levels, smaller portions and a more repetitive time. I know that you may not feel hungry, but all studies uh, are addressing 
or are confirming that uh, this helps on uh, on managing your energy. And we're also going to put some articles from Harvard down in this podcast so you can read more about uh, this topic if you are interested. Uh, there was a very interesting uh, article published called the corporate uh, building the corporate athlete. So we're going to share that uh, with yeah. the listeners. Great. And I hear you also talking about keeping up our metabolism so that our body works the best possible way that we eat enough often during the day. That's right. And that's why it's so important that please do not skip breakfast. Mm. You know, eating first thing in the morning sends your body the right signal that it needs not to slow down the metabolism to conserve energy. When we skip breakfast and we are too in a rush, mm. the body goes into reserve mode and our metabolism slows down. Mm. So to activate it right away uh, within 20 minutes of waking up, it's very important. So even if it's like a small protein bar, a yogurt, whatever that is, an omelette, make sure you have breakfast in the, in the morning. On a personal level, you know, I got myself into almost 130 kilos some years ago, so I was not in a very nice place myself. And one of the main advices that helped me a lot to lose my 40 kilos, it was to reduce dramatically simple sugars. They are just empty calories. And uh, also like sugar causes energy depleting spikes in blood glucose levels. So make sure that you reduce as much as you can your simple sugars intakes. Uh, what about Mark? How can we uh, balance our energy kind of expenditure and then recovery? That's extremely important, especially when we are uh, prioritizing our tasks. So first of all, make sure that you understand how you are organizing your tasks during the day. So which ones are the difficult ones, which one are the easy ones, because the, the part of the day that you will have highest amount of energy is normally during the mornings, especially not after lunch. So if you have to book difficult meetings or work with some difficult tasks, make sure that you put them in that part of the day that you feel that you have the highest amount of energy mm-hmm. and that you locate those slots in your agenda that you have a lower amount of energy with those uh, easier tasks. There's also some uh, some profiling tools like a Maya Briggs type index uh, known as MBTI that helps you to understand which are the preferences that you have that when you use them, they recharge your energy levels and which are the ones that uh, when you're using them, especially when making decisions and collecting information, spend more energy. Are you uh, somebody who spends more time uh, or likes or prefers to spend more time collecting details and get excited by that or big picture? Mm. Do you like to make decisions based on uh, objective and subjective criteria? And then understanding which your preferences are and using them in your advantage. I hear you also uh, speaking about what is important in life. So this is also related to values. What do I really want to spend my time on? That's right. Especially when the topic I'm going to talk about in a second about the mental activity and physical okay. activity. Okay. And this will have a huge impact on, the, on that dimension as well. And before we talk about that one, there is also ways to monitor actually your daily routines. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a, a very good tool, Lifestyle assessment uh, developed by first beat finnish companies ask to your coach uh, or if you have like a, a mentor with you if they have if they have access to this tool it uh, it uh, it monitors you put a sticker on your heart and it monitors you through the day mm. so you can see which uh, which part of the day you have been spending energy which mm. part you have been recovering mm. what is the quality mm. of your recovery rate mm. uh, your you physical sleep. activity exactly yeah. how you yeah. sleep yeah. so uh, it's a very good monitoring uh, tool so uh, have you tried it yourself yes actually yeah. i just started incorporating it in my in my uh, coaching uh, sessions mm. 
because you know I tried it myself and I saw huge impact on bringing awareness mm-hmm. to how I was living my life. Yeah. So I highly recommend it too. Yeah, I have also tried that twice, and I I also recommend it. It's excellent to see exactly how you recover. And that takes us to the next point of physical and mental activity. Make sure you, that you get physically active. Uh, we recommend three to four, 20 to 30 minutes cardiovascular workouts a week. And then linking back to what you were saying a while ago, also make sure you have your breaks. Uh, you, know, you can either meditate to, you know, to bring a calm mind and make better decisions. You can read, uh, you can spend time with your friends, especially those things that are aligned with your values, because those you will make sure that they give you energy. You will make sure that you recharge your batteries when you spend time mm-hmm. on yeah. those type of activities. Mm-hmm. The last part on this dimension is what you said before. Also, you were talking about the quality of the sleep. So to take downtimes, to take eye breaks, what mm-hmm. I call, it's extremely important. So make sure that uh, you avoid stimulating activities before a bedtime, mm-hmm. like reading work emails. I mm-hmm. usually recommend 30 minutes, but even, uh, even if you can keep away yourself two hours before going to bed, away from emails, social media also, Doing a sport is great, but doing high intensity sport at the end of the day will wake you up again, will wake you up, will wake your body up. So avoid also doing high intensity work at the end of the at the end of the day. So what would you recommend before going to bed? Actually, we a good way to to kind of body hack our mm-hmm. our sleeping habits is to create uh, rituals, you know, well ahead rituals before we go to uh, we go to bed. So how we prepare. Uh, for uh, for getting to sleep, even you know washing our teeth, getting into bed in a you know giving this thirty minutes of a downtime, and then a technique I use that I teach in my workshops is how we use our own body to calm down mm-hmm. and create that a space of a space of mind that we need before going to bed. So something very simple. You will notice that when you are stressed or you have tension, your extremities, your hands, your feet, mm-hmm. your jaw, uh, is in tension. So the first thing is to notice how your, you know, what your tension is and start to relax your feet, start to relax your hands, mm. kind of uh, like faking that you cannot, you cannot move them anymore. Mm. Like if they were just totally mobilized and then you start to relax your jaw and let the tongue gently mm. rest in the bottom of your mouth, nice. get expanded, mm. relax your jaw as your tongue expands and take deep breaths in mm. and out. And if you notice at some point that your mind gets distracted, start again. So that's a very simple body hacking you can use and that will help you to sleep much, much better. I many times do like 20 minutes meditate, guided meditations before going to sleep. So that's there well, are too. many different ways of, of relaxing yourself before. Exactly. And that brings to one of uh, very interesting uh, dimensions that is how do we manage stress as well? Uh, you know, according to the studies, there is two types of, uh, of stress, the stress that is helping us to perform better at work and keep alert, but also the stress that we take home and it's going to affect uh, our mental, you know, our state of mind for the rest of the day. So it is very important on that dimension to learn to focus on the task, mm. accept what it is and kind of uh, learn to let go when something is concerning us, that especially when we go to bed, there's nothing else we can do about it. So mm-hmm. focusing on the moment and ask to ourselves, not why did that happen, but focusing on what would have to happen in order to solve this challenge, being more future focused mm-hmm. is going to help much more. And because we know that when we open up the question, our brain will continue thinking about it mm-hmm. to take notes, 
especially before going to bed, if something is really worrying us, taking a note about everything that is in our mind will help our brain to relax because it knows that the next day when it wakes up, mm. it's ready mm. over there. So we can just let go and stop thinking about it. And this brings to the last point is that make sure that after you wake up, there is seven to 10 minutes with basically your brain is still waking up and you have direct connection with your unconscious. So avoid any emails, reading, any social media. Just enjoy your morning routine. Enjoy your coffee, enjoy whatever you do in the mornings and keep away from uh, any digital media in, uh, during, those first, uh, during those first minutes. And what is the last uh, dimension to work with? Actually, it's, I'm going to refer to uh, the famous Viktor Frankl, the creator of uh, logotherapy and also a prisoner of the concentration camps during the Second World War. And he said that our main motivation for living is our will to find purpose and meaning. And according to a lot of uh, research is done, chasing meaning has a healthier impact in our lives than avoiding discomfort. So it becomes very important to work on our roots, mm. being well grounded as individual uh, and getting to know yourself better. So self-awareness becomes a huge dimension here, especially what you said before, getting in contact with our values mm. and what is the meaning behind them. Also learning to manage our self-talk. You know, I know that most of you wouldn't allow other people to tell you ugly things, right? But a lot of us are telling ourselves a lot of nasty mm-hmm. things. So how we learn to talk better to ourselves, so self-compassion and self, uh, self-love, it's going to become very important uh, to, uh, to develop this dimension. And the last one, I would say that, you know, chase goals that are connected to your passions and are ecological. And what I mean by being ecological, like make sure that when you define those type of goals, mm. also have a positive impact on those around you, your family, your friends, your work peers, make sure that this is the case. Thank you, Mark. I think you have made really important uh, points on, on the energy management and also the stress management. And many, many of the, these things that we have been talking today, I have seen many of my clients and also myself getting a lot of advantage of, of really putting focus on what is happening inside me <laughs> and also outside of myself. So what are the main takeaways for our listeners? First of all, you know, get consciousness on your levels of stress, recovery rates, etc. So I'm going to refer back to the lifestyle assessment I said before. Find somebody around you, a coach or, uh, you know, somebody who has access to this tool from first bit and get yourself a lifestyle assessment. The second thing I would say, like Elizabeth Blackburn in her book called The Telomere Effect proposes a very good uh, technique to map your day. Start from the morning, start to map everything you do and map which are those habits, which are those uh, things you are doing that you want to change and how are you going to do it? For example, in the morning, you wake up and you take a note that you, you, know, you change your clothes and you go to work and the behavior you want to change is breakfast, having breakfast. So then map it out and then be specific about which one action you will take to make sure that you do that. And the last thing is start today. Tomorrow is not the day to start. It's not next week. It's not next month. There's no need to wait. You can start with something small, something very simple as the one I just said. Make sure you have breakfast. Make sure that you avoid sugars. Make sure that you can get like 20, 30 minutes fast walking exercise. But start today. Thank you. Excellent point, Mark. Thank you for listening to us and until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our bi-weekly podcast. 
And remember, this is about spreading and sharing the knowledge. So feel free to forward this audio to anybody you believe could get any benefit out of it. Coaching Talks Podcast, your inspirational moment to continue your growth journey.